before we get to the nominations for this year's Throners, have you played Forge of Empires? Forge of Empires is a city-building game and is also one of our sponsors for today's episode of the podcast. In Forge of Empires, you can guide a village through the different epochs of human history, from the Stone Age to the future, and through a thoughtful planning on the battlefield, you can expand your sphere of influence to create an impressive empire. And what's more, there are continuous content updates to ensure years of fun together with millions of players around the world. And guess what? You can switch between your browser, iOS, and Android devices at any time while playing Forge of Empires. If you're new to playing Forge of Empires, we've got some great news for you. For a limited time, listeners of post-show recaps can go now to forgeofempires.com slash rob and get a bonus of $10 worth of diamonds. This is virtual in-game currency, no cash payout, only for new registrations, and it's non-transferable. Please remember, download the game via forgeofempires.com slash rob and don't forget the slash rob in order to get yourself started with a ten dollar starter package they will give you a virtual in-game currency of 650 diamonds to start building your own empire simply go to forgeofempires.com slash rob now download install click claim gift and get your 650 diamonds right from the start that's at forgeofempires.com slash rob Game of Thrones, the entire series is over, but we're just getting started talking about the fifth annual Throner Awards here on the Throner Show nominations. And now here are the guys who are about to announce this year's nominees. I'm Rob Sestradino here with Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? I'm doing fantastically. I cannot believe it. Five Throners? That's how long we've been doing this thing. Now, hold on a second. I said it was the fifth annual, but I'm pretty sure we missed 2018. Yeah. So we did one in season four, one season five, one season six, season seven. We did Throners, right? Yeah, we did a seven. Yeah, we did a okay, season seven. So yeah, it's not annual, but not it is annual. the fifth one. Well, that means like we've been doing Game of Thrones for even longer than five years, which is a frightening prospect. Uh, but here we are. Five mm-hmm. Throners, five five Throner Awards, one more for the road, because Game of Thrones is indeed over. We are several uh, days removed, over a week uh, removed from the final episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't, I'm not even going to bother with the spoiler warning, unless you want to count that as the spoiler warning, because now I'm just going to tell you, Jon Snow killed Daenerys Targaryen. Remember that? That, Wait, was a, no. that was a thing that happened. Daenerys Targaryen went insane and she killed a million people and Jon Snow had to be like, oh, I guess I have to kill her now. And that's how Game of Thrones ended. And it also ended with Bran Stark as the king. So a lot of crazy things have happened. Bran is the king? (laughs) Can you believe it? That's how it happened. That's (laughs) Bran Stark? Yeah, it's real. It happened. Hmm. Game of Thrones got weird, man. Like Game of Thrones decided in the finish to get real weird and so in kind, I think you and I are about to get real weird here for one more edition of the Throners, which may just be a strange word we keep saying for all these people who've joined us for the Game of Thrones ride before they even knew what a Throners was. Yeah. All right. Well, there's nothing weirder than a Game of Thrones award show. Yeah. So that's what we're doing here. We're doing a Game of Thrones award show to celebrate the end of an era. 
the end of the series, the end of the season, of course, with the end of Game of Thrones proper. Uh, one last ride into award-winning glory here with my buddy, Rob Sesternino. Now, some of the listeners might be saying, well, you know what? I really wasn't feeling season eight of Game of Thrones. Mm. So I don't know how interested and invested I'm going to be in a season eight award show because to me, Dracarys to all of season eight. Yeah, I that's mean, what somebody we, could be saying. We would we would post Game of Thrones the we would we would post the Game of Thrones Throner poll for people to vote on all these different categories for season eight, and we would just get all the write-ins for uh, David Benioff and Dan Weiss as like the in the in the category of best villains of season oh. eight. You know, all sorts of all sorts of. St- Stupid, mean, angry things that I probably would participate in, and uh, yeah, that just wouldn't be any fun. So why don't we why don't we open up the why don't we open things up a little bit? Why don't we why don't we look beyond just the final season? Of course, look at the final season as well. But why don't we look at the the greater picture of Game of Thrones one last time while we have the chance? I spend most of my time looking back <laughs> at the past, anyways. Uh, oh man, I do wish that we had spent more time on brand impressions. <laughs> <laughs> the king. Yeah. If I could if I could go back in time and change one thing about our Game of Thrones podcasting, it would be more brand things, but we don't have time for all of these regrets. Mm, no, we don't. So are you saying what I think you're saying that this year's Throners is going to be about the entire series of Game of Thrones? Yes, we're opening Game of Thrones up to not just season eight, a lot of season eight, but we are also expanding beyond the scope of season eight. This is our last Lifetime chance. achievement. Yes, this is our last chance to really reflect on all things Westeros until the next time. If there is a next time, if there is a successor series that makes it beyond the pilot stage, that is still TBD as of this recording. Uh, but this is going to be really the chance that we get for uh, some some final nostalgic action as we're right. closing out the end of not just an era of television, but a huge era of post-show recaps. Game of Thrones has been our defining show. And we are, you know, we're in the process of figuring out what things look like beyond the scope of Game of Thrones for ourselves. So as we try to push those decisions just a little bit further off in the field, we are going to look one more time at Game of Thrones with a really fun podcast in a couple of weeks that we're going to need all your help for. So the Throners Awards are coming. The Game of Thrones Awards show that asks the age-old question, what's best of Westeros? What's best of Westeros? (laughs) Wow. Did you just come up with that or had yeah. you been thinking about it? Uh, I mean, I thought of it like the three minutes ago. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Not bad. You're very, you're very good at this stuff. Uh, what's best of Westeros indeed? And as we often do for, for the Throners, and if, if you don't know what the Throners are, uh, fairly self-explanatory. It is, uh, it is a, a, a very ridiculous award show we do after any given season of Game of Thrones, which we've been doing since season four, which was the first season we podcasted about live, at least. Uh, after every season, a couple of weeks after every season, we get together, Rob and I, for one podcast with our friend uh, DJ Sammy Slayer, the great Samuel Tarley. We invite the whole cast everybody shows up but it's the, the music is typically presented by dj sammy slayer uh we've certainly we've put out a call to to his people we we don't have anything to update you with at this time but hopefully we'll have some nice uh some some nice musical accompaniment when we come back with the throners podcast but we're gonna we're gonna put up a poll 
And on our poll, we are going to have a lot of questions for you, the listener, uh, about Game of Thrones, categories for you to vote on. And in a couple of weeks' time, we are going to be posting our show with the winners of each respective category, the different characters, the different winners or losers, as the case may be sometimes, will be coming on stage to accept their awards and say one last goodbye to you uh, and to us. Maybe they'll be talking to us. Who knows? It depends on how badly we've aligned them along the way of our Mm -hmm. game of thrones podcasting it's a really fun show and uh we've got some details to share with you today okay of course we are going to give you all the uh, categories and nominees today you're going to be able to vote at theroners.com the tabulator kurt clark is standing by and uh, we will allow the voting to remain open until midnight on monday june 10th eastern time yes so you have a good little while to get your to get your votes in monday june 10th uh that feels like plenty of time and then we will have the throners awards uh about like a week and a half or so after that is probably when that's going p.m eastern time on monday okay. the 10th all right Just- that sounds great just to not have any confusion. Clarify, clarify, clarify. Yes. and then we'll have the we'll have the Throners Awards seconds. itself. Uh, we're looking we're looking at somewhere uh, somewhere in like that June nineteenth spot seems to be where we are going to be aiming to do the Throners. So uh, a few weeks from now, uh, we will we will have the show for you, and you have uh, a, a little over a week to cast your votes, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. You have until June tenth. At what time was that exactly? That was at eleven fifty nine. PM Eastern time. Okay. Throners.com. Okay. All right. Josh, how do you want to open up the festivities? Uh, well, I, I think we should, we should just get into it. I think we should, you know, let's not, let's not dilly dally. The final season sure didn't No Yara yarring this thing at all. Let's just get right into the meat of it. Okay. Uh, we're going to have 25 different categories uh, for the Throners this year. That's a staggering number of categories, and it's an even, it's an even bigger number of, uh, of different nominees that you will be able to vote on along the way here. Uh, and since that's such a big number, let's not, let's not, you know, let's not screw around. Let's, let's just get right into it. Are, are you ready to hear uh, the different categories, Rob? Yes, I would love to hear them. Okay, so as we said, we are we are doing some you know season eight specific stuff. We are also doing some longer view Game of Thrones uh, award gifting. Uh, the first category we are going to have is best main character season eight. Uh, so that is a, a relatively limited list. It's going to be limited to the people that you'd really look at these people as either uh, the decisive main characters of Game of Thrones in terms of who made it through the final season, or at least somebody who is, who is pretty important in the, in the grand scheme of things. Those candidates for your votes are going to be Jon Snow, Sansa Stark, Arya Stark, King Bran the Broken himself, Daenerys Targaryen, Jaime Lannister, Cersei Lannister, and Tyrion Lannister. Those are who you will have okay. to vote from when it comes to I best main I know who I'm voting character. for. Uh, those characters will also be eligible for our second category, which will be worst main character Ooh. of season eight. There's a lot of best worst action that is going on here because this is... Uh, the, the, the Throners is kind of like... 
equal parts Oscar and Razzie. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of like a combo platter. Uh, so those are the first two categories. The second two categories, categories three and four, uh, best supporting character of season eight and worst supporting character of season eight. The nominees are the same across both categories. It's Jorah Mormont, Theon Greyjoy, The Hound, Davos Seaworth, Samuel Tarly, Melisandre, Bran, Varys, Gendry, Brienne of Tarth, Grey Worm, Missande, Tormund Giants Bane, Beric Dondarrion, Yara Greyjoy, Dolores Ed, Lyanna Mormont, and Brendan Fitzpatrick's favorite character, Patrick Payne. Hmm. Those, are, those are the nominees for the two different supporting character categories. Okay. We've got a very sprawling list of people for our fifth category. That's best character who didn't make it into the final season. Of course, not everybody survived along the way of Game of Thrones to make it into season eight. Uh, And I'm sure not every single character who didn't make it into season eight is making it into this category. It's just too vast to account for every single person. But this is going to be the place where you'll find the likes of Ned Stark, Ramsey Bolton, Joffrey Baratheon, the Red Viper, uh, your friend and mine, Sir Carl Tanner of Gin Alley. I don't know if he was a sir. Probably not. Walder Mm. Frey will be here. The Black fish is here gren and pip are here roz is going to show up here all of the characters who died along the way some bigger than others little finger is going to be in here call drogo is going to be in here let's settle it once and for all who is the best character on game of thrones that didn't make it to the final season that's what you're going to resolve here in the fifth category and in the sixth category you're going to answer the opposite question who's the worst mm-hmm. who's the worst of these people yeah i think i know <laughs> Who is it? I'm not going to say. I don't want to put my thumb on the scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I just thought of somebody who was the worst, and I didn't have them in the original write-up. So this is a flexible document. Uh, yeah. So okay. we're, we're making you some adjustments. You didn't all of the nominees. I no. mean, it's a list of like, uh, you know, 40 names. There's no way. I'm not going to spell it out for you right now. There's, just okay. too, there's, there's too many, and I'm sure, as is the Great Throner's custom, there will be many slights along the way and we will just have to okay. we'll just have to live with it josh right. i see that you have some new categories here there are the some new categories there are new categories we used to have like very cutesy names for a lot of these categories too like the tywin lannister memorial award for best villain just as an example the blackwater award for best battle since we're expanding uh many of these categories to account for uh, all of the seasons in the spirit of not wanting to put your thumb on the scale. Uh, we, are, we are stripping the cutesy names away and just giving you the facts. Uh, just in, you know, like Ty, Tywin can't be nominated for an award that has his name on it. Would be inappropriate. It would be inappropriate. So we're, it's just, it's a little bit of a, uh, it's uh, bread and salt here, uh, you know, as we're, as we're going through this. We've got, uh, we've got some actor categories. I think that we can yeah. all, we can all agree that many of these final, uh, these final six episodes, sometimes the writing left a little something to be desired. That seems to be the biggest complaint among the people who did not care for the final season of game of thrones i don't think that you can be mad at the acting uh for the final season of game of thrones so we are we are opening that up we have a best actor category and a best actress 
category and the nominees on both sides of those rather than naming them all out here it's everybody who's eligible for best main character and best supporting character those are the people who are nominated here for best actor and best actress and we will spare them the indignity of having worst actor and worst actress awards because these are just people you know mm-hmm. they're, they're they're human beings and besides the data uh will show who the the worst actors are based on uh who gets the least amount of love in the voting of these categories. And I'm sure we will share those details during the actual throners, much to their shame. Okay. Okay. Uh, best villain all time. This is a a category. Lifetime achievement in villainy. Lifetime achievement in villainy. Here is the list. And I, it breaks my heart to lead off with Daenerys Targaryen, but after the bells, I think you have to put her on here. Daenerys Targaryen, Cersei Lannister, Tywin Lannister, Joffrey Baratheon, Ramsay Bolton, The Night King, The Mountain, Littlefinger, Euron Greyjoy, and if you vote for him, I will disown you. Maester Kyburn, The High Sparrow, and Walder Frey are your nominees for best villain all time. Hmm. Okay. All right. This next one is my favorite category. Worst storyline all time. Time. And I'm sure there are some snubs here, but I wanted to refine the results a little bit so that uh, the, the odds of, of my least favorite storyline getting picked are a little the bit higher. The lifetime achievement in worst storyline. Because it's it's not a vast car- category because Game of Thrones, maybe like a little bit towards the end, kind of lost its way. Uh, but it, for the most part, you know, this was a, this was a terrific, terrific show. But even some of the earlier seasons had some real clunkers of, of storylines in here. And so this is where we are going to to burn them with fire, as was the name once upon a time of an award here at the Throners. The nominees change that now. That, we, that yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Not that cute anymore. No. The nominees. Karth in season two. Ooh, I hate to even say the bad. word. Yes. The the mutiny at Craster's Keep in no, season great. four. Great for podcasting. The Sand Snakes in season Oof. five. Really not great. The High Sparrow in seasons five and six. Yeah. That was a two-season arc. Not beloved. Arya in Bravos in seasons five and six. Not deeply no. loved at Wave. the time. Does it does it increase in our estimation given Arya's arc in the final season? We'll see. Probably not. Uh, the Starks and Littlefinger in season seven, which I do not think has aged particularly well uh, and may have been a, a tip off to some of the problems we would run into in the final season. The White Walkers in the final season, which I think would be an indictment of the Long Night specifically as mm-hmm. an episode. But it was very dark. Very, it was very, very dark. Uh, and Daenerys going mad in the final season. Is mm-hmm. that the worst storyline of all time. Those are your options. Any snubs that you can think of, Rob, that we can amend the document right here and now? All time worst storyline. I feel like that. Uh, are we missing anything from season three? Season three was great. Yeah. You know, uh, season, th- season three was pretty good. They climbed the wall and it was, they kissed on top of the wall. And that was fantastic. And uh, that was the one where Gendry got leached. Mm-hmm. by Melisandre, but that's pretty great. I yeah. think that that, that I mean, works for me. I think that me. maybe some of the Stannis stuff, like uh, the early Stannis stuff. Sure. I think like uh, Stan- Stannis' storyline uh, in season four was actually really bad because uh, mm-hmm. that was that was like by the end of season three, he already got the word from Davos, like we should go to the wall. 
And then Stannis spends like all of season four being like, uh, yeah, but let's make a trip to the Iron Bank first. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe the, the Stannis Baratheon storyline in season four, we, we can add to the list. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to win. Okay. Well, we'll just put it on there for, for why not. Uh, okay. How about this? Be- best battle all time. We're going to, if, if we said best battle of season eight, there would really only be two to choose from. Uh, but if we're expanding the list to the full series, there are a few Titanic battles uh, across Game of Thrones. They are all represented here. And uh, I'm very curious to see which one is the winner. And I'm certainly curious to see what the vote breakdown on it ends up being. Uh, best battle all time. The nominees are in sequential order. The Battle of the Blackwater in Blackwater. The Battle at Castle Black in Watchers on the Wall. The Battle at Hardhome in Hardhome. The Battle of Slaver's Bay in Battle of the Bastards. The Battle of the Bastards in Battle of the Bastards. The Battle of the Gold Road in the Spoils of War, which used to be known as the Loot Train Battle and occasionally by me as the Loot Crate Battle, but I guess it's actually technically called the Battle of the Gold Road. Either way, that's the same one. That's the same battle. Uh, Battle of Ice and Fire from Beyond the Wall. The Battle of Winterfell in The Long Night. And the Battle of King's Landing in The Bells. So those are your choices to choose from for the best battle of all okay. time. Best death. Best death. Season eight. You ready? Yes. We're, we're listing out all the main deaths from season eight, and you get to choose from any one of these. We have Rhaegal the Dragon, Harry Strickland of the Golden Company, definitely the best death of season eight. Uh, Missandei, Dolores Ed, Euron Greyjoy, Jorah Mormont, Beric Dondarrion, Varys, Lyanna Mormont, Melisandre, Daenerys Targaryen, The Hound, The Mountain, Jaime Lannister, Cersei Lannister, The Night King, Theon Greyjoy, and Maester Kyburn. Those are the notable main character deaths in the final season game of thrones and those are the ones you get to choose on are we voting uh, for, for who we were happy that they died or we like the execution of the execution i think it's probably the execution of the execution would be the way that i would vote um i think you know part of that could be happiest uh that you saw them die but like if you thought that the the scene in which uh, like Missandei was executed was a great scene, but you weren't happy to see her go. But that was part of the reason why you thought it was the best death. That would be why you would vote for that character. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've got an all time vote uh, category, all time for the most horrible death, uh, for, for the worst death of the series. And all the aforementioned characters are in the list. And we opened things up to some of the other main deaths throughout Game of Thrones. Uh, So it's a lot of season eight uh, and then a limited selection from across the way because it kind of feels like we know where this one's going to go, but you be the judge. So we have Viserys Targaryen is listed here. We've got Ned Stark is listed under most horrible death of all time. The Red Wedding with Rob and Catelyn and Talisa. That was pretty bad. Joffrey Baratheon, that was pretty bad as well. That was pretty gross. The Red Viper, super gross. Uh, Hodor, the whole hold the door of it all. Yeah, that was sad. 
That was good. Uh, Ramsey Bolton, eaten by dogs. Lord Walder, his throat slit after eating some of his family members, and then his whole rest of his family who didn't make it into the pie, they get killed pretty swiftly after that. And then Viserion, the first dragon we ever lost. It was very tragic. So those are the the all-time people that you can vote for here, plus the deaths of the final season. Okay. All right. All right. Best on-screen duo all time. All time. This, Lifetime this achievement is, in duoing. We love, we love the best on-screen duo ripped straight from the MTV Movie Awards and brought to you by the Throners here. Do not tell my old bosses at MTV. We don't want any copyright infringement issues. These are the nominees. Jamie and Cersei Lannister, Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen, Arya and the Hound, Sam and Gilly, Bran and Hodor, Tyrion and Varys, Sansa and Littlefinger, Brienne and Jamie. Those okay. are oh, your picks. You vote for Jamie twice. You vote for Jamie twice. The only one who's nominated twice. Uh, all right. My favorite, all time favorite, uh, Excellence in Hodor. This has always been one that we've enjoyed here on The Throaters. Uh, there's a lot of Hodoring that happens along the way in Game of Thrones. And even if there was no Hodoring in the final season, we can, uh, there was like a Hodoring of a, of a sort that we could vote on it again. So the nominees for Excellence in Hodor are Hodor, 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 hold the door and one, one hmm. and uh, not on the original list. Uh, but it it was dubbed by uh, the fine folks of the Game of Thrones Reddit as the Barricade uh, when Beric Dondarrion oh. died in a very similar uh, Hodorish manner. So yeah, I don't think he's going to win. That. Yeah, but we can we can put the Barricade on here mm-hmm. just to just, just to, to give us how he got away from the Walkers. So he, he had died a lot. Yeah, you know, his his pain the tolerance whites. Was, whites. was pretty high at that point. Pretty mm-hmm. high at that point. Okay, best parents of all time. Who were the best parents along the way here on Game of Thrones? And that's, you know, maybe uh, it's open for interpretation because a lot of the parents who are on this list were not great parents, but they're great characters. And being a parent was a big part of their character. So you choose how you want to vote on this one. The nominees are Ned Stark, Catelyn Stark, Tywin Lannister, Jamie Lannister, Cersei Lannister, Gilly, Samuel Tarly, and Daenerys, mother of dragons. Oh, she was a good mom to the dragons. Well, not to Rhaegar. She kind of got him killed. It wasn't her really? fault. Eh, she overworked him. Yeah, and she could probably couldn't. Know. She could have. She could have done better. Yeah. Uh, best one season character of all time. Uh, here is here is the list. Uh, we've got Sirio Pharrell. We've got the Red Viper. We've got Maggie the Frog. We've got Brother Ray, Ian McShane himself. We've got Ed Sheeran, because why not? Uh, we've got Harry Strickland of the Golden Company. And Rob, this is uh, not on the list that I sent to you. Major oversight on my part. We've got Carl Tanner oh, yeah. of Gin Alley that we will include in the best I know my one vote. season character. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, next category, uh, the next two categories, again, the nominees for these two categories are the same. This is relegated to the final season, and it's pretty simple. Best ending, worst ending. 
which of the characters that are nominated, and it's a big list, we won't recite them all here, but they're the main and supporting characters of season eight, which character had the best ending for that specific character, which character had the worst ending for that specific character. Again, your mileage may vary on some of this. This is, this is you really voting on who you were the most satisfied by in terms of how the story ended for them and what left something to be desired for you. Which storyline did you really disagree with? This is what we're looking for in these two categories. Okay. All right. Again, another, another set of categories where it's best worst. We've got the best episode of season eight and the worst episode of season eight. I'm very curious for the results on this one, just to refresh your memories. uh, Six episodes all told in the final season. We've got season eight, episode one, Winterfell. Everybody shows up at Winterfell. Everybody's gearing up for the big battle. Season eight, episode two, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, written by Brian Cogman. This is the one where Brienne of Tarth gets knighted and everybody else is doing their thing as they're getting ready for the big war against the Night King. The episode ends on the precipice of war. Season eight, episode three, The Long Night, War, White Walker War. This is the one. This is where the Night King does not make it out alive. And perhaps you could not make that out yourselves, given the lighting issues Mm -hmm. in the episode. Uh, That is uh, the third episode of the final season. The fourth episode of the final season is The Last of the Starks, Coffee Cup Gate. This is the one where the coffee cup was there. This is where Rhaegal died. This is where Masande died. This was really setting us up for the climax of the series. Fifth episode, The Bells, Daenerys Targaryen done lost her mind. Mm. Uh, King's Landing falls apart. So many deaths. This is The Bells. And then, of course, the series finale, The Iron Throne. So which was the best? Which was the worst? We will litigate that all when we get to the Throners. You guys vote in the meantime. Okay. All right. This is a, these next two are big ones because we were we were talking about the the best yeah. episode and the worst episode of season eight. How about we expand that to the full freaking series? Best episode of all time, worst episode of all Not time. Not even a curated list of nominations. No, it's every single one of the seventy three episodes of Game of Thrones are eligible and I am very very interested to find out how this all shakes out. What was the best ever episode of Game of Thrones? What was the worst ever episode of Game of Thrones? Um and I I'm curious to see if there's like a big recency bias thing. Are we going to see like a lot of final season representation here in the best worst? Uh I feel like uh you know there's an argument to be made to remove them from uh from the running here but we're gonna we're gonna trust you guys and you you can choose and if you authentically think some of the episodes from the final season are the best or the worst vote that way uh but otherwise uh fascinated to see how this one is going to shake out this is really the the best picture uh category of the throners yes if every movie that was made in a year was nominated Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, best season, worst season are uh, are the final two regular a little categories. A little more manageable, and I think also a pretty complicated deal. Uh, every season has something right with it, something wrong with it. Uh, the ratio really depends on, on where you're coming from, so you're going to get to choose best season and worst season. So those are the, all the, the major categories we've got 
for the Throners. If you go to Throners.com, you will see we have some extra questions that we uh, that we have for you guys. We'll deal with those all on the Throners proper, just as some uh, some further conversation starters. We want to see what you all thought of the final season overall. We want to see what you all thought of some of the final twists, such as Bran Stark as King, and if you would have changed anything. And we want to get your eye on the future as well. So we have some questions that are a little forward-looking for the future of Game of Thrones as a franchise. Uh, All told, it seems like we're going to have a lot of business to get to when the Throners rolls into town later in June. All right, so you can go ahead, cast your votes, answer our survey questions, and all will be revealed in our fifth and final Throner Awards asterisk Unless we love the prequels and do more Throners. But we'll see. <laughs> Not impossible. We'll see. Not impossible. You know, we'll see. You know. last, that, that's going to be our last Game of Thrones proper podcast at the very least for a very long time. So uh, hotly anticipated for sure. Throners.com. Of course, you can check out anything else uh, Game of Thrones uh, related that Josh Wiggler is filing over at THR.com slash Game of Thrones. Uh, Josh, I know you recently posted uh, Final Path, the end of Westeros. What was that all about? It was just a roundup of the final paths that I did leading into the season and looking back and seeing if any of those predictions were correct. A few of them were. A few of them were. Not all of them, but, but some. So I have, some of them I got bang on. I was actually, I looked back and was like, oh, Wiggler. Yeah. Sometimes you, you know what you're talking about. Very rarely, but sometimes it works. Okay. Well done, Josh. Uh, incredible work once again. We should expect nothing less of uh, putting together all of the Game of Thrones nominees for this year's edition of The Throners. All right. Looking forward to, to seeing the results. Uh, I will hopefully be hearing back from Sammy Slayer in the next little while. I'm sure that he is still uh, enjoying the victory lap uh I, maybe i don't know or maybe he's wallowing i'm uh, it's hard to know what what sammy slayer's mood he's, is uh you know grand maester grand maester now yeah grand maester tarly though he may be hard to book could be hard to book okay could be hard to book all right so that is all coming you could vote through the end of june 10th and then uh, we'll have the uh, throner awards coming after we tabulate all the results uh the following week so be on the lookout for that. And of course, make sure you subscribe to Post Show Recaps. Go to postshowrecaps.com slash iTunes for all of that. Make sure you don't miss anything else that we're going to be covering over the course of the summer. And uh, Josh, I, I, I hear that uh, you will at least talk about the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead with Jessica yes. Lee coming up. Yes, yes. Jessica Lee and I are getting together in the not too distant future to talk about the first episode of season four. Five, if you can believe it, made it to season five yes. of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how all that goes. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to the Throners nominations special. Happy voting at Throners.com. Follow Josh Wiggler on Twitter. He's at Round Howard. I'm at Rob Sistrino. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. This episode of Post Show Recaps is sponsored by our friends over at True Car. Every car comes with its share of stories, like that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, that luxury package you got after a big promotion 
or the mileage you save by riding your bike all summer long. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with TrueCar, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell it or to trade it in. Just go to TrueCar and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof. Watch as they bump up your car's value. High mileage. You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you'll know how much it's going to ding your wallet so you can plan ahead. And once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you could take to a local certified dealer to cash out or to trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas.